Welcome, everybody, to Football Talk with Freddie, the number one podcast for football. Today, it is Wednesday, September 22nd, and today we're going to be doing our week three recap of all the all the games, and then we're going to be doing our week four predictions, and and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, week three. There were some pretty good games, some surprises, and some games that probably should have shouldn't have been closed. So I'm gonna be talking about every team, give my thoughts, and yeah, let's let's get right into it. So the first game we're gonna talk about today is uh, the South Carolina Georgia game. Georgia dominated this game, forty to thirteen. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, JT Daniels had a pretty good game. 23 of 31, 303 yards and three touchdowns. Did what he needed to do. Uh, South Carolina, they had Luke Doty play, play in his first game this year. Uh, it was 13 of 26, 153 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, South Carolina's uh, best running back, or was last year, I should say, Kevin Ayers. He struggled in this game. He only had 16 carries for 31 yards. Averaged under two yards a carry, which is not good. Uh, Georgia, they they're running all over them, averaging five point nine yards a carry, at one hundred eighty four yards, and Georgia was getting to the quarterback. I think they had three sacks in this game, three sacks, and five tackles in the backfield, five pass deflections. Uh, they they were dominant. Uh, Georgia, they I think they have the best defense, or. In college football, most people think that too. It's them. I think it's them. Uh, Iowa's definitely up there. Um, there's there's a couple other teams though that have, have pretty good defenses, but Georgia and Iowa are the two most notable ones right now. Texas A and M have has a pretty good defense too. Too. Uh, yeah. There's there's a a few teams who have I think elite tier defenses right now. But yeah, Georgia they dominated. Kind of was expected. Next week, I think they play Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Uh, I'll talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, the next game we got uh, Tulsa versus Ohio State. Uh, uh, Ohio State won this game forty-one to twenty. But you look at the score, score, and you're like forty-one twenty. Yeah, the, well, they won them by three scores. True. That is that is very true. However, Ohio State definitely should have lost this game. Like they they definitely should have. They did not play good offensively or defensively, especially in the first half. CJ Stroud struggled. Uh and and here's the thing. A lot of people are looking at Tulsa. Uh, they're they're like, "Oh, it's Tulsa. We should definitely beat them. They're 0 3." Okay, one thing I'll admit about Tulsa is they they have a have a really good defense. Okay, that's their strong suit of their team right now. Unfortunately, it's not helping them a whole lot because they're 0-3. But they've been competitive in all their games. Uh they've that well they lost a close game to UC Davis. Probably shouldn't have have lost that. They lost a close game to Ohio State, or I mean Oklahoma State, and then they lost to Ohio State. Obviously, twenty-one. That's not 
really a close game, but it but you you can't just look at the final score. It Tulsa they they stuck around and their quarterback was thrown all over the field. He was third Devin uh or Davis Brin. He was 35 of 54, had 428 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, they they kind of struggled running the ball. Ohio State had a field day running the ball. That was their strong suit in this game. Uh, they had 323 yards total, three touchdowns. Travion Henderson, big day, had 277 rushing yards. That was that's what they had to go to. The passing game was not working well. Uh, CJ Stroud was 15 and 25, 185 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Garrett Wilson, one re- six receptions, 70 yards, and a touchdown. Did. Chris Olave, he didn't even have a catch in this game. But, yeah, Tulsa, they can play pretty good defense. And they definitely did in this game. And then, yeah, Ohio State had a pick six in this game. Uh, so that that scored one one of their touchdowns. But it, but Tulsa, I respect to them. Uh, they've come out to play. Uh, they, You look at their record, they're 0-3. It's not a team you should sleep on, at least offensively or defensively. Uh, they, they, they uh, I'm not going to say they have the best defense. However, they, their defense has been uh, pretty underrated. I would say might be a top 20 defense right now in college football. But not many people would think about them because they, they're 0-3 right now. But they easily could be three and zero if they their offense could get going and their offense was getting going this this game. Uh, obviously they they had uh, f- over five hundred yards of offense. So so yeah, you could definitely say it was getting going. It's just they couldn't convert convert those scores into points. Had fourteen to only two touchdowns in the second half, two field goals. So. So about Ohio State, they got to get a bunch of stuff together. Uh, defense, it's got to improve if they want to get back. If they want to get back into the playoff race, and then also win the Big Ten. Uh, a bunch of teams have really good defenses. Offense, though, and got to improve a little bit more. Their their running attack was really good. Maybe they have to lean on that a lot more uh, this year. Everyone was like with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Uh, they should be passing the ball every play. Uh, but right now, as uh, CJ Stroud's struggling, and they they got to look to run the ball a lot. But they they definitely need to get that passing game going because if they, they can get it going, Ohio State, they can be a very good team. But they also have to get their defense figured out. Uh, next game we got number 16, Tulsa versus uh, the Buffalo Bulls. Uh, this was a very a very close game throughout and I wish I was I wish I could watch it the whole thing. Uh Buffalo Buffalo only lost by a field goal. Uh I, I knew this would be a very close game. Game and I was hoping Buffalo would pull the upset. However, uh, as Coastal Carolina and uh, Jamie Jeremy Chadwell uh Jamie Chadwell, he he's a great coach. Uh, they have Grayson McCall. He had a pretty good day. 13 of 19, 232 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Uh, Shamari Jones had 150 rushing yards and a touchdown. 
Uh, Kyle Vantries had 150 or just under 150 passing yards. Buffalo, their running team, uh, that and and they had 262 yards rushing this game. Game, but they, but uh, uh, Coastal Carolina, they they were shutting down their best running back, uh, Kevin Marks. He had 20 carries for 64 yards. Uh, but Ron Cook Jr. and Dylan McDuffie, that both of those guys stepped up. Uh, they had 92 yards. Uh, Ron Cook Jr. 85 yards. Yards. Those guys stepped up for Buffalo, and helped make. Uh, make it a close game. Uh, James Patterson, he's the son, or not the son, uh, he's the brother of Jarrett Patterson. Uh, if you remember him last year, the running back, uh, I think he had over 400 yards in like two games. Uh, he he was crazy last year. Finally, he played a full season. He probably could have broken the record or so, for most rushing yards in a season. Uh, but... But yeah, he had he led the team with eleven tackles, and and yeah, it, this was a very close game. Coastal Carolina remains undefeated. Buffalo, they fall to one and two. But that, but I would not say anything bad about Buffalo. They they are still a very good team this year, and and they're gonna head into they're heading into MAC play right now. They have a chance to win the Mac. Mac, I think. And there's a bunch of other good teams, too. Uh, mo- moving on, we got a game that I didn't think would be close. Close, and I think a lot of people thought this, too. Uh, it was uh, the Alabama-Florida game. Alabama won the game 31-29. Uh, the game started to look like a blowout in the first quarter. Alabama got up 21 to 3. A lot of people thought it would be a blowout. Florida though, they after the first quarter, they started shutting down Alabama and only limiting them to 10 points for the rest of the game. Florida, they 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 kept it close. Had a chance to win it in the end or not win it, tie it up. But they, I don't think they converted the two point conversion. Uh, uh, Al, Bryce Young, he had a solid day 22 of 35, 240 yards, three touchdowns in this game. Uh, Bijan Robinson, 78 yards, pretty solid day. Uh, Emory Jones was the full time starter for this game. Dan Mullen had all of his trust in him. Uh, he went 18 of 28, 195 yards, one interception. Wasn't terrible, but uh, they 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 kind of struggled passing the ball. Uh, ru- but their rushing attack that's what kept them in this in this game or got them back in this game. It's it's weird. You're down twenty one to three. What do most teams do when they're down tw- by twenty one points or eighteen points? They they pass the ball. Uh, uh, not Florida. They ran the ball a lot, and they they got back into the game. So, uh, yeah, uh, Malik Davis had eighty six yards on the ground. Emory Jones also pretty good at running the ball. Had seventy seven yards and one touchdown. 
Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Florida and Alabama both had seven tackles in the backfield field, and and Florida came to play. They they played great defense after the first quarter. Uh, was getting Alabama off the field for Florida and Alabama. We might have found their weakness, and I hate to, and I hate to say this. Say this. I wouldn't say it's their weakness. They're still a great team. Don't get me wrong. Alabama, they're still the number one team. They won this game. Uh, and it's not easy to win in Gainesville, Florida. It's not. So. And so props to Bama for winning. But. But they, they, they got to get their run defense figured out. Because sooner or later, maybe teams will start running against them. And that could cause problems. Um, uh, but they won. And that's in the end, that's all that matters. Just winning. Winning your game. Though to Nick Saban, he cares about, about playing well. As well as winning. Winning. And, and we've seen that before. For, uh, oh, they... Eight seconds left in a game. They were blown. I think they were blowing out Mercer or someone else. Yeah, he was still getting on his players. He, Nick Saban, he he demands perfection out of his players. He's he's definitely one of the best coaches I think, and that's that's what I love to see. I, I who cares what the score is? Okay, play play your best football every snap. It doesn't matter what down it is. If it's a blowout, if it's a close game especially if it's a close game you should definitely be playing your best game. football but but you get the point he wants his players to play their best at all times doesn't matter who they're playing what the score is just go out there and play so florida maybe maybe they can sneak up on teams uh especially if that russian attack if they can stick to that russian attack if they can develop a passing offense too yeah, that can that can make them even scarier. Uh, let's see. Next game we got Nebraska versus Oklahoma. Uh, this was surprisingly a close game. Uh, uh, Oklahoma won the game twenty three to sixteen. And Nebraska, and I got to give them credit. They came to play. Uh, they kept it close. They they played really good defense. Uh, and that's what the Big Ten's obviously known for. Oklahoma. Uh, they played great defense too. Didn't have the best offense at all. Uh, Spencer Rattler was twenty four thirty four at two hundred fourteen yards, one touchdown. Down Eric Ray, uh, the transfer from Tennessee, he had eighty four yards on the ground. Kenny Brooks seventy five yards as well, and Spencer Rattler also had a rushing touchdown. Uh, for Adrian Martinez, it yeah, he uh, he had a decent game on us. Honestly, 19-25, 269 yards, one touchdown, one pick, though. He didn't fumble the ball. At 34 rushing yards. Not, not a bad game. Uh, I know he missed some key throws that could have tied up the game, at least from what I've heard. But yeah, respect to Nebraska. They they came to play. Uh, if they pulled this off, that would I think that definitely could have helped save Scott Frost's job. Uh, next week I think they play Michigan State. So yeah, 
Nebraska, they might have lost two games already. They're not giving up. And we can we've seen that. Okay. That you got you gotta respect it. This fans might give up on on the team. They shouldn't, but fans might give up on the team. But the players, I don't care who I don't care what your record is. You have nine games left of football for this year. At least nine. Maybe eight for some teams, but but you don't have that many games. You only have so many games. Take advantage of it. Play your best football. Try to compete. Even if you're not having the best of year the best year. What 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 good does it do if you're just gonna give up on your team? I, I don't believe on believe in giving up on my team. Okay. And I know what it's like to to not be playing well. I've I was a some of my teams growing up, they've they've struggled in almost all of the sports. Uh but I, I never gave up on my teams and they're doing a lot better now. So but yeah, don't get don't give up on your teams. That that's just what I I do. You guys can do what you want, but I don't care who we're playing. I don't care what's going on. I don't want my team giving up on any anything. Uh, let's. But yeah, Nebraska they they came to play. Uh, didn't get the win though. Uh, Oklahoma, they got to get stuff figured out. Uh, they struggled against Tulane. Struggled against Nebraska. Two teams that they probably should have been by a lot. And they gotta get stuff figured out, especially when Big Ten play starts, or Big Twelve play. Uh, next game, there's not a whole lot to talk about. We got Stony Brook versus Oregon. Oregon won the game forty-eight-seven. Not a whole lot to talk about, honestly. I, I, I'm not even gonna mention a whole lot because it it was a it was a blowout. Uh, next game, we got Iowa. Versus Kent State, Iowa, Kent State, uh, they kept it close in the first half. Couldn't score a single point. Iowa has a very good defense. Uh, their offense, though, Iowa's offense, though, has to get going. Okay, they, they scored 30 points, and you're, you're like, oh, 30 points, that's, that's normally pretty decent. Uh, and, yeah, 30 points, though... I, that does, that's not going to cut it. Uh, in the way Iowa played, Spencer Petras, 25-36, 209 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Tyler Goodson, he, he had a big day, 22 carries for 153 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, he's their best running back and I, probably the best player on, on their offense, I think. Uh, they had a decent offense in this game, uh, but they, they're going to need to play some offense every game. They had seven sacks. Sacks. Iowa had seven sacks, seventy six tackles as a team. Uh, ten tackles in the backfield, two pass deflections. They they were. They were getting to the quarterback, making plays, and Iowa's defense. That's that's gonna. Gonna help them a lot this year, but their offense has to get going. Uh, next. Let's see. Next game we got the Georgia Tech Clemson game. 
Clemson won this game 14 to 8 and you're like how why was this a close game? Okay, I'm I'm going to I'm going to give Clemson a little break, not a whole lot. Uh I'll give them a little break. Um uh they did have uh, this game did have a have a, a th- like a three hour delay uh, due to storms and yeah it m- most people might be like oh t- what does that do going out there to play a little bit and then just to have a three hour delay that's yeah that does not it does not feel good um feel good line and the players might have just wanted to go in get out of there with the win and they didn't play well. Georgia Tech, they came to play. They played pretty good defense. Uh, uh, Clemson's offense has been struggling every game, except for last week uh, when they were playing South Carolina State. Uh, I, no offense to South Carolina State, but I'm not going to count that that game. Uh, next week, they play NC State. State, uh, I think, has a pretty, a pretty solid defense as well. Um, but Georgia Tech, Tech's offense that uh, needs to get going deep. Their defense is totally fine. How they had they had one or they forced one fumble on DJ. They they had a total of. Of uh four, four tackles in the backfield. Field, uh, Clemson had four. And then eight tackles in the backfield, but uh, Clemson's defense has not been a problem. They're, that's that's been their strong suit. Their offense though needs to get going, a lot. And DJ Ugalele, he, he had, it was eighteen to twenty five, had one hundred twenty six yards. Uh. Uh, Will Shipley had 21 carries for 88 yards and two touchdowns, uh, 158 yards, four yards a carry pretty much. They they got to get going if they want to be if they want to be a playoff team. They got to play better. They got to be blowing out some of these teams, and blowing out yeah. They just got to be blowing out these teams if they want to have a chance at the playoffs because. Because having a bunch of close games is not going to help you a lot. And I'm not saying... And I'm not, I'm not discrediting their opponents. Um, though, may, maybe I am. Okay, I, I don't think the ACC is the best conference. Conference, uh, I think it might be the worst Power 5 conference. Maybe Pac-12, I, I don't know. It's, And I'm not trying to discredit discredit them even though I might be sorry. Sorry, Clemson, they they gotta play better offensively. Uh next game we got New Mexico versus Texas AM. Uh not a whole lot to talk about. Uh it was a blowout, thirty four nothing. Uh how did Tyler Wilson do? Just just curious. I didn't watch this game. Uh I doubt many people did unless you were an AM or New Mexico fan. Ten of twenty three 33 yards, one interception. Uh, so they they were shut down a lot. 
Uh, he had negative 14 yards. Uh, so uh, they had a total of of 120 yards, pretty much. That's that's not going to do well. Kyle Kyle Zeta, uh, he had a better game. 19 of 33, 275 yards, three touchdowns. He did have one pick, though. It's got to stop those turnovers. Uh, next week, they play Arkansas. That, that's going to be a very good game. Uh, but in Texas A&M, they got to be able to play some, play some offense. Defense, I'm not worried about. Uh, next game, we got Cincinnati versus Indiana. Now, this was a close game for the most part, but then Cincinnati had... Took over in the fourth quarter. Uh, Michael Penix, r- terrible day. 17 of 40, two, two touchdowns, three interceptions. I hate I, – I, I'm, and I'm not trying to hurt Michael or anything. Okay. Okay, I've – a lot of people were hyping him up because he had a good game against Ohio State. And he had a decent game. Don't, and he had a pretty good game. Like, obviously, he had 400 yards. I think he had like four touchdowns. But I've, I was not a fan of Michael, and I was hoping he would have a speedy recovery. I'm not, I don't like to hate players a lot, and I'm not trying to hate on him, even though I am. <laughs> I, I, keep, I, I keep doing that. It's, and Michael, it's, I just didn't think he was that good of a quarterback. And three turnovers, that's going to cost your team a lot. Uh, yes. I I don't know when he threw it. I didn't I didn't watch this game, uh, either. So if I, some of these games I didn't watch, and I hate to say it, I can't fully tell you what was going on. Uh, I I probably should have rewatched the highlights or something. Try to get an idea. Maybe, maybe I'll start doing that probably next week. Next week I I probably should be doing that. A little bit more instead of just looking at the box scores. Scores. Uh, some of these games I did watch a little bit or saw highlights. But others I, I didn't really pay attention to. And I don't think that's providing you guys with the best content. So uh, I'm, I'm going to change that start next week. But Cincinnati, they they got this win. They need to go undefeated if they want to go to the playoffs. And it starts with being all these Power 5 teams. I think they have a bye next week. And then they play Notre Dame. It's going to be uh, the biggest game in school history, probably. Uh, n- next game, we got number 22, Auburn versus Penn State. Penn State won the game 28-20. Uh, Sean Clifford, he had a great day. He was uh, 20-32. of He had 208 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw one pick. Um, in this game, Bo Nix, 20 37, 185 yards, zero touchdowns. Tank Bigsby, big day. He had 102 yards and two touchdowns. Was the leader of that offense. So, uh, for Penn State, they struggled running the ball. They got to get that going, I think. I think, but uh, they, Sean Clifford, he was throwing the ball well all game. Uh, Jahan Dotson, uh, one of the best receivers in college football right now. 10 receptions, 78 yards, and one touchdown. Um, at Penn State, they had uh, three tackles in the backfield, uh, five pass deflections. 
Uh, they were playing pretty good defense. Auburn, though, they were playing great defense, too. One sack, 11 tackles in the backfield. Most of those probably came from stopping the run, and and they definitely came to play. Uh, one, I, I was listening to this game on the radio. I didn't get to watch it watch it but but one thing I did hear from this game that definitely had an impact was was two things one it was like a pass interference that uh, that wasn't called called I think and then that that hurt Auburn and then also there was what happened was the referee he, he forgot what down it was so I think it was second down. It was supposed to be third down, but he said it was fourth down. So Penn State had to punt on third down because of it, because they they forgot what down it was. The ref or the referees did. They they probably Penn State probably forgot what down it was too because they, they kind of expect the referee to know what down it is. If you got you can't be having those mistakes. Yes, it's one play, but another thing is though. That forced them to punt. It's not just like it's one play. It's it took away what could have been a lot more plays. It could have been five more plays, ten more plays, seven more plays. I don't know. Could have led to a touchdown. Those you you just can't be forgetting what down it is. You gotta write it down. You gotta figure out something to figure out. What down it is. Can't always rely on the scoreboard. Put keep it in your head. Write it write it down on a on a note card or something. <laughs> you gotta keep that. You got if you're official, you gotta keep that up. Uh next game we got Purdue versus Notre Dame. Uh Purdue Notre Dame and Purdue. This game was pretty close up until the fourth quarter. And uh, Notre Dame then took over. Uh Jack Owen. He had an all-right day, 15 of 30, 223 yards, two touchdowns. Kyra Williams had 91 yards and a touchdown. Avery Davis, five receptions, 121 yards and a touchdown. Uh, defense lo- looks pretty good. Offensively, could be a little bit better. Uh, they shut down Purdue's Russian attack. Uh, let up 291 yards, though, passing. They did force two interceptions, though, so uh, that's a positive. Um, Notre Dame had five ta- sacks, or three sacks and five tackles in the backfield, and and a Notre Dame had their three and zero. I, I'll admit I wasn't expecting Notre Dame to be to be having a good season so far. The three and zero, though they have to be playing a lot better. They've they had a close game against Toledo, shouldn't have been a close game. This game against Purdue probably shouldn't have been it. A close game, as or as close as it was, uh, Florida State. Florida State people were, thought Florida State would have a pretty good year this year. They ended up not having a good year, or at least right now they're zero three right now. <laughs> so that's, and then they lost to Jacksonville State, so that doesn't look good. I'm I'm trying to I'm gonna go through this a little bit more quickly. I I think we have a. Uh, actually, oh, we have a lot of games to go through. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go over the score quickly, recap what I've noticed. Uh, we got Fresno State versus UCLA. It was a close game. Uh, throughout came down to the end. Uh, Fresno State had a big second quarter. 
they or second or first half they scored uh twenty three points points UCLA had ten uh they had a big fourth quarter quarter tried making that comeback but uh, but couldn't get it done Flor- Fresno State won the game forty to thirty seven Jake Hanner he had a huge day. He was 39 53, 455 yards, and I think two touchdowns. Uh, Ronnie Rivers had 136 yards and two touchdowns. And then Jalen Cooper had 14 receptions on 140 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Fresno State, they had a close game against Oregon. A close game against. Uh, and they beat UCLA. Um. Unfortunately, I I find it hard for them them even if they win out and dominate the rest of their games. I still find it hard for them to make the playoffs. I don't think they're they're gonna make it. Sadly, because they lost a game, even if it was three points, uh, you have to you have to win. If you're a, gr- a group of five team, uh, you your best chance is to go undefeated. If they won both. If they won that Oregon game, they held on. They stopped them on that last possession. Fresno State definitely, I think, could be in the talks of a playoff team. They would have to win the Mountain West and go 12-0. and But it's – but right now, they, I would say they're competing for a New Year's Six Bowl. They're going to try to beat Cincinnati for that spot if as long as Cincinnati doesn't make the playoffs. So – so, yeah, Fresno State, they're doing phenomenal right now. Uh, next game, we got Iowa State, UNLV. Not a whole lot to talk about. Iowa State dominated. Brock Purdy, pretty good day. Bruce Hall, it's all day. Xavier Hutchinson, really good day. Uh, one thing to note, though, from this game is Tay Martell did end up playing. He got his first game action of the of the season for UNLV. Unfortunately, who knows how much longer he will have that action. Uh, he, according to reports, he got hurt, hurt in this game. Uh, he, he only played, I think eight snap or he only threw like eight passes. He was like, or six passes. He threw, he was two of six. I didn't do a whole lot. Um, I think he had like 30 yards. Uh, let me pull it up here. It's. He didn't get a lot of playing time. Time I think it was just a garbage time. Like, hey, maybe you're the future of this team. Team, let's just see what you got. And then he ends up getting hurt. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, obviously, he doesn't want to play play in four games because that gives up his year of eligibility. That's the rule. If you play four or more games, you you can't redshirt or use that. You lose that year of eligibility. So, uh, Tay Martell, he was two of six, 27 yards. I uh, four carries for two yards. So he had like 10 plays pretty much. Didn't do a whole lot. And then ended up getting hurt. So uh, that's, I, I, yeah, I know he was a five star. He had all these high expectations. And then and things didn't work out at Ohio State. He transfers to Miami, try it, and then they bring in Derek King. Things don't work out there. There, he tries sticking around, 
it again doesn't work out. He then goes to UNLV. He did he did show up like only like two or three weeks before school started. So it's so that might so and I don't think you're gonna be the starter if that happens. At least if I was a coach, I wouldn't give someone a starting spot if they just show up that soon. Um unless they absolutely earned it. So But yeah, there's not a whole lot to talk about. I've I thought I think I've talked enough about this game. Uh, more more about Tay Martell than Iowa State, but I would say dominated. Next game we got we had West Virginia versus Virginia Tech. West Virginia they got off to a very fast start. They they scored twenty four points in the first half. Second half was a little bit slow. Only scored three points, uh, but did enough to get the win. Uh, Braxton Burmeister he had a solid game for them. Uh, Letty Brown for for uh, Virginia. Or for West Virginia, he had 19 carries, 161 yards, one touchdown. Was the centerpiece? Doge, 15 to 26, 193 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Braxton Burmeister, he had 223 yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. And West Virginia pulled off the upset and had a total of six sacks in this game. Uh, let's see. Let's see, next game, Tulane versus Ole Miss. Not a whole lot to talk about, except for uh, Matt Corral dominated. He had, like, seven touchdowns in this game. Uh, Ole Miss had, like, 700 yards of offense. <laughs> that just dominate, dominate, dominate. Tulane scored some points in the first half. Didn't, didn't do much in the second half. And... Yeah, Ole Miss. Yeah, obviously, offense is very good. Defense, I yeah, played solid. Obviously, made some ha- second half adjustments. So, so yeah, I, yeah, Ole Miss. They're they're a very good team. I'll admit that. Uh, next game we got Arizona State versus BYU. BYU. They've they've beaten two ranked teams in a row, even though both of them aren't ranked anymore. Yeah. Take, you guys can decide what if you count it or not. Um, but BYU, they're playing great right now. They're they 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 are doing well. Jaron Hall, he did he did struggle in this game. It was fifteen and twenty seven, had two touchdowns, which is pretty good. But then two interceptions. Jane Daniels definitely struggled. He had two turnovers in this game. Uh, uh, Arizona State struggled. Scoring some points, uh, BYU they they played really good defense, and they got the job done. Uh, they're three and zero right now, ranked team. Getting back, getting back to where they were last year, trying to trying to maybe make the playoffs. I'm not gonna say they're gonna make the playoffs. I I'm not. I I, I don't. I I let me let me check their schedule. Who does BYU play for the rest of the year? Year that could give them a chance at it, the playoffs. Arizona, okay, that's not a good win. South Florida, that's not a good win. If they win that game, obviously. Uh, USC, they're not doing well right now. Baylor, it, it, I'm not discrediting BYU. 
they're a very good team. However, in the playoffs committee's eyes, I just even if they went undefeated, I don't I don't see them making it. And it doesn't help that they don't have a, a conference championship game. So unless they played Notre Dame and beat them, I, I just don't see a way for BYU to make the playoffs. Maybe they can add maybe they could uh try to try to switch one of their games with Notre Dame or something to play them. I don't know. But BYU, they're, they're still a very good team. Uh, next, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to go through this a little bit quicker. Uh, sorry, I've had a lot to talk about. Uh, we, we got Georgia Southern versus Arkansas. Arkansas dominated. Not a whole lot to talk about. KJ Jefferson, he had three touchdowns, 366 yards. And 13-23 is not the best completion percentage, but yeah, they got the job done. Traylon Burke, their three receptions, 127 yards, and a touchdown. So, yeah, Arkansas, they play A&M next week. A big game for them. And then Georgia Southern, I think they go to 1-2. and two. Yep, 1-2. and two. A Rough start for them. Uh, next game, we got Virginia versus North Carolina. North Carolina, very good offense in this game. Uh, my, and my computer is about to die. Okay, so I got definitely, I definitely have to go through this quickly. North, uh, North Carolina, very good offense. Defense has to improve a little bit. Uh, the thirty-nine points is which is not good. Uh, they had a great rushing attack. Ty Chandler had almost two hundred yards. Josh Downs had two hundred yards receiving. Uh, Brandon Armstrong for Virginia, he's been a phenomenal quarterback too. He had five hundred fifty-four yards and four touchdowns. Uh, uh, Virginia, they, maybe, maybe they, I, I don't know. I don't, eh, I don't, probably not. ACC, okay, yeah, my computer's getting very low. Uh, ACC, a lot of deep, pretty good offenses. Defense, not, not the best right now. Up, and my computer just died. Uh, let me pull up the games on my phone. I think I think we have two games left to talk about. Uh, we have, I think, Michigan State. Yeah, we have Michigan State and Michigan. Uh, Michigan or Michigan State, Miami. Uh, Michigan State dominated this game 38-17. Miami, I've I've lost all hope in. I thought they would be a very decent team this year. They brought in a lot of recruits. Thought that I thought they had maybe the second best chance to win the ACC. But they, they I don't think they will. Uh, they're just playing terrible right now. Michigan State, Mel Mel Tucker is doing a phenomenal job there. Uh, Kareem Walker, he is playing great. Payne Thorne, he had a really good game for Michigan State. He's actually having a very solid season right now. 726 yards, 9 touchdowns, 0 picks, 85 QBR. Uh, that's that's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, they played Miami, Youngstown State, Northwestern. But 
we'll, we'll see if he can keep that up going into SEC play, but he's playing phenomenal. Miami, they've, uh, they might need to make a change at coach. Uh, Derek King, I think this is his last year of eligibility. Sorry, I'm, I, I feel bad for him that he comes back from an injury after last year. They they had a really good year. Finished the year, I think, like 11 and 1 or something, or 10 and 2 or something. And then this year, they're just disappointing. So, and then the last game to talk about, we have Michigan versus Northern Illinois. Michigan, they looked great. Uh, they, yeah, they looked great. Great. They ran the ball. Had three hundred seventy-three yards rushing. That that's very impressive. Uh, they played pretty good defense. Only left ten points. Um, I think they need to get that passing game going a little bit more. Uh, but, but besides that, Michigan, whether you like them or not, you might think they're overrated or something. They're right now they're looking very good. And I, I think you gotta admit that. Are they going to be Ohio state? Some people, they're at ESPN right now, or at least their FPI, not specifically ESPN, but the FPI saying, saying, uh, that. That Michigan State has the, or Michigan has a higher chance at beating Ohio State, based off the simulations. Or they're they're gonna win a lot more of the simulations, so. So yeah, it's. It's it's a, Michigan. They yeah, they're definitely looking good. Uh, respect to them. Uh, we'll see what they can do in SEC play. Or not SEC play, Big Ten play. Um, but they're off to a good start. Not going not gonna to say too much yet. I want to see a little bit more from them. But yeah, think if you're a Michigan fan right now, I would, I would be pretty happy about the team. Okay, so we're going to quickly do our predictions for... For this week, uh, there's not a whole lot. There's a couple good games, but not that many. Uh, the first game we got UNLV versus Fresno State. Easy pick, Fresno State. Uh, next game, Georgia versus Vanderbilt. Georgia easily. There's there's not a whole lot to talk about for that game. Uh, Vanderbilt, Nova, Penn State. Penn State easily. Uh, next game, this is actually a, a tough game to pick. We got Notre Dame and Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going with Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame much this year, though I'll admit they, they've impressed me a little bit, but still not a believer that they're a playoff team. So, but I do think they're better than Wisconsin, so give me Notre Dame. Uh, next game, it's easy to pick. UMass versus Coastal Carolina. Give me Coastal Carolina. Colorado State, Iowa. Iowa easily. Uh, Texas A&M, Arkansas. This is supposed to be a pretty good game. Uh, I'm I'm going with A&M. I really want to pick Arkansas. I really do, but I'm I'm a big defensive guy, and I think I just think 
A&M has a really good defense, one of the best in college football. So give me the Aggies. Uh, next game, we got Clemson, NC State. Yeah, it could be a decent game, but I'm going with Clemson. Uh, Iowa State, Baylor. Give me Iowa State. Easily, easily. Uh, Rutgers, Michigan. Could be a pretty close game. Rutgers is definitely looking better ever since Greg Schiano has come come back. Uh, but I'm taking Michigan. Georgia State, Auburn. Cheering for Georgia State, but going with Auburn. UCLA versus Stanford. Give me UCLA, though it's going to be a very close game. Uh, Tennessee, Florida. Give me Florida and a blowout. Nebraska, Michigan State. Could be a very close game, um, but give me Michigan State. Oklahoma State, Kansas State, going with the upset. Though, is it really an upset? I don't know. I'm going with Oklahoma State. Kansas State's ranked, but Oklahoma State is favored. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Uh, Southern Miss, Alabama. If Brett, Brett Favre hasn't played in at Southern Miss in, like, 30 or 40 years. So, give me Alabama. Uh, West Virginia, Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma in this game. Though it could be pretty close. Uh, Akron, Ohio State. Ohio State should blow them out, but it it might be a close one. But I'm taking Ohio State. Uh, North Carolina, Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, pretty good defense. Concerned about their offense. North Carolina, really good offense. Give me the Tar Heels. South Florida, BYU. South Florida's struggled this year. BYU's looking pretty good. Uh, give me the Cougars. And then last game, Arizona. Oregon. Arizona has the longest losing streak in college football. Uh, Oregon, it's, it's looked really good. Uh, give me the Ducks. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Really appreciate the support. Sorry, I tried to went, go through this one a little bit quickly. Um, I'll be back again next Wednesday with, or or Thursday next Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday uh, with my predictions and then the recap of this week. And, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, Enjoy some football and Hail State and go Bills.